Hello out there, this is Rebel Angel Podcast, and tonight I'm bringing you some spooky stories. Disclaimer, I do not own these stories. They are just some stories I found on the internet. And also, some stories may be a little graphic or description may be a little scarier than you normally might find yourself hearing. Anyway, the first story is called Reflection by One Art. You can find One Art stories on Wattpad.com. Reflection. One cold winter night, 16-year-old Kelly Sanders was home alone as her parents had gone out to a dinner party at a friend's house. It had been snowing all afternoon, but it had just recently stopped. After studying for a while, she decided to relax a little. After all, she had finally had the house to herself. She makes some popcorn, gets a nice warm fuzzy blanket, and snuggles under it to watch one of her favorite movies. In the lounge room, the television is positioned a few feet in front of the sliding glass door that leads to the patio and backyard. By midnight, Kelly's parents are still not home, and she begins to feel uneasy, but refuses to call them, for risk of sounding like she couldn't take care of herself. Suddenly, her eye catches a glint of light from behind the TV, and right there, just outside the glass door, was a crazy-eyed man, grinning maliciously at her, and holding a long, narrow blade in his left hand. Terrified, the girl panics, pulls the blanket up over her head, and grabs the cordless by her side. Kelly calls the police, and as luck would have it, there was a patrol car less than a block from her house. In a matter of seconds, two officers are on the scene, and Kelly tells them about the armed man staring through the glass. The first officer opens the sliding glass door and looks around the area. After a few moments, she turns and explains to Kelly that there couldn't have been anyone standing there out there as there would have been footprints in the snow. The second officer tells her that she is probably just tired and her imagination was playing tricks on her. He beckoned to the TV where the horror movie she had been watching was still playing. Stuff like that didn't help matters either, he said smiling. Kelly smiled too, more at her own immaturity. Then the officers remarked, still a little shaken. As the police are about to leave, the male officer stops and looks behind the sofa that Kelly had been sitting on. His jaw drops and his eyes widen in shock. Kelly and the other officer notice his reaction and follow his gaze. They both gasp. There were wet footprints and a discarded knife on the carpet behind the couch. Kelly hadn't seen the man outside her at the door. She'd seen his reflection when he was standing behind her. Another one called Last Man by Winart. These these happen, flesh eating and a disease that made your limbs turn dark and fall near off. One man, though, survived. He hid and shot anything near him, even partially alive. The others finally died, living alone for many years inside his house. 
Reading his collections of books, he hears something. Knock. 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 He stands still, not moving or barely breathing. A bottle flies through the air window. Remember, the glass was already shattered. He army crawled to the bottle and opened it. A small note fell out. It says, Knock, knock. I know you're in there. Come out, come out, wherever you are. Home Alone. Last one by one art. There was a 13-year-old girl. Her parents were out at dinner. Susie, the girl, was getting really bored. So she goes to the computer and enters the chat room. She started to talk to her friends when a girl enters the chat. The new girl, whose name on the computer was read, read on red, claimed to be one of the friends of a girl that had signed out. They agreed to let her talk to them, but soon Red on Red started making very rude comments about everyone except Susie. In fact, Red on Red was flattering Susie. Susie felt that she was better than all the girls, so she wanted to know where this girl lived. She told Red on Red her email and told her, I want to meet you. Susie received the email one minute later. Susie saw it was titled, Where I Live. She opens up the email. Shock fills Susie's body. The email said, Behind the Couch. When the parents get back, they finally they find Susie stabbed to death in the chair and read what is on the computer. They walked toward the couch and took a look behind it. There was a mini laptop with the same email and chat room and a sheath with a bloody knife. Next one. Next one is called Don't Turn On The Lights by Misfit Soldier on Wattpad. One pitch black night, I was reading my history book for the test the next morning. I looked at the time inside. It was 1 a.m. I turned off the lights and a few minutes later, I fell asleep. But before I did, I heard a raspy voice say, Don't turn on the lights. I ignored it because I was too tired to care and thought it was my brother playing a prank on me. I woke up with my eyes wide open, with my hair on my neck standing up. I looked at the time again. It was 3.30 a.m. The only red light of the alarm clock was visible in the pitch black light. I heard a thud in another room. I fell back asleep, but 30 minutes later, I woke up once more, getting annoyed by the racket. I got up without turning in the lights and was edging down the hallway by touching the walls to guide me. The floor was really sticky, but I didn't care. I reached my brother's room and opened the door and turned on the lights. He wasn't there, so I went back to my room but forgot to turn off the lights in his room. As I turned around, I saw my brother on the ceiling, nailed so that he couldn't escape. Blood was splattered everywhere. His organs were split out, and it was a horrific sight. That's when I saw it. 
on his door it said in his foot glad you didn't turn on the lights ooh that's scary and the next one Rose by by Misfit Soldier. My name is Alicia. I'm 17 years old. This scary event happened to me when I was only 10 years old, but I still remember it. I was so freaking scared about thinking about what happened seven years ago. Anyways, I was playing dolls in my house when I heard a soft voice whisper behind my ear. I shivered, but I ignored it at first, thinking it was just a breeze coming from the window. I looked at the windows and saw, to my shock, that they weren't open, but I forgot about it later on. It was only a few minutes later when I heard someone whisper in my ears again. This time I could make out the words, Celia, Celia, Celia. I looked around, but there was no one there. Then suddenly I saw a little girl my age looking at me. She had a red skirt on with a white blouse. She looked pretty, if only her eyes weren't so dark and creepy. It almost looked like she had no eyeballs. Her mouth was open, and I only saw a black hole. She called out, Celia, 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 come in to the cellar. It was so scary to listen to her dry and shivering voice, but I just stood still and listened to her. She then disappeared. I then opened the door and walked down the cellar stairs. Cellar stairs. I saw the little girl again, and this time she was pointing at the ancient-looking wall. She motioned with her hands as if she were tearing something down. I was confused, so I went back upstairs. I went in the kitchen to look for my mother. I found her at the table and told her about the little girl. She drew, grew pale, death pale, after I described how the little girl looked. She became frenzied and so scared, I felt like I wanted to cry. But she shushed me and asked where the little girl was. I told her down in the cellar. We went, but both went down there. I said that the red skirt was making tearing motions at the wall, and my mother grew even more frantic. She called some carpenters and asked them to tear down the wall in the cellar. They came that same day and soon broke the wall. Inside we found a small skeleton with a torn white blouse and a red skirt. I was so scared at that time. My mother started to cry, saying how her, her little sister Rose disappeared wearing the same clothes, and how everyone was upset except for her uncle. He was acting more scared and nervous at the time than upset. We went to mother's uncle's house and found him there. When we told him about the hidden body, he nearly fainted, but wouldn't say anything. Finally, he broke down and admitted to what he had done. A little girl was no to the little girl when no one was looking. Rose tried to run away. He was afraid she would rat him out, so he killed her and hid her body behind the wall of the cellar. That is a terrible story, but very scary.
the next scary story. It's called Under the Bed by Peanuts121. Very short. I began tucking him into bed and he tells me, Daddy, go check for monsters under my bed. I looked underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me and quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. Very short. This one's called The Chair by Peanuts121. When my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in the charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that had been, hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there, worried that we'd get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings, there was an antique wooden chair, which we kept hit against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied, watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room toward us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. Oh... That's very scary. This next one is by Thea47493 on Wattpad. This is called Tick Tock. A teenage girl named Rachel was sitting at her desk doing homework one day when she thought she heard a peculiar noise. She stopped typing her essay and listened. It was a soft, coarse voice. A person singing, Tick, tock, tick, tock, I'll be coming soon. Believing it was her neighbor, a gang, or her brother Derek, messing with her, Rachel shrugged and returned to her homework. After 16 minutes of peace and quiet, Rachel was startled to hear the calm, quiet voice, now louder and sounding closer. Tick, Tick-tock, tick-tock, not much longer now. Rachel was a very uneasy girl. She resumed her homework, this time listening to soothing music. Her brother went out to get ice cream at a nearby convenience store when Rachel heard the mocking, threatening song for the third time. Tick-tock, tick-tock, not much time to run. The girl was so frightened by now that she went out with Derek to the store, anything to get away from the voice. Rachel was fishing a $20 bill out of her wallet. As she was doing this, she shuddered. The voice sent a chill down her spine. Tick, tock, tick, 
tock you can't hide from me tick tock tick tock almost time to bleed rachel was extremely worried derek do you hear something she asked after the two left the shop no answer rachel glared at him what seriously he groaned don't hear anything on the way back home from the store derek driving home while rachel sat in the front seat next to him he plugged in his headphones and turned up the music on his mp3 player as a result of this following sequence of events occurred a young woman was driving her car to the intersection where Derek, who had just gotten his license, was headed. However, he didn't see her. By the time he did, it was too late. Derek blew through the red light, swaying his head back and forth to the music. Tick, tock, tick, tock. This is part of my plan. Tick, tock, tick, tock. That young and stupid man. Rachel glanced over at her stupid brother and realized the voice was referring to Derek. She shuddered. Suddenly, Derek saw the girl driving her car and swerved to the right. It was too late. An awful scraping sound throbbed in Rachel's ears. A metallic crash jolted Rachel to her senses. The car started to turn, not by steering, but by force, until it flipped over and crashed upside down. Rachel was terrified. Did she dare to look... To her left, her hands trembled as she looked over. Sure enough, Derek was dead. He was bleeding from the mouth and his neck was broken. Rachel screamed. Why hadn't she warned him? She unbuckled her seatbelt and was able to get her legs out from under the dashboard. She pressed the button to open the rear door. It didn't work. Rachel crawled through the car to the back seat. She went to the trunk and there is grief. When she heard the wrestling noise, she knew she wasn't alone. The this filthy man next to her, eyes wide with excitement and insanity, turned his head to look at her. His evil grin made Rachel shudder. Then he opened his mouth and said, Tick, talk, tick, talk. You're not with us now. Time's up. And that was scary stories on Wattpad. And here we have some two-sentence horror stories that won't you let you sleep tonight on Reddit. Just another muffled voice. The doctors told the amputee he might experience a phantom limb from time to time. Nobody prepared him for the moments, though, when he felt cold fingers brush across his phantom hand. Graboid, 27. I can't move, breathe, or speak, or hear. And it's so dark all the time. If I knew it would be this lonely, I would have been cremated instead. And I kiss waffles. Don't be scared of the monsters. Just look for them. Look to your left, to your right, under your bed, behind your dresser, in your closet. But never look up. She hates being seen.
Okay. Let's go back to Wattpad. Okay, here we go. This one's called The Falling by Coffee Addict 1012 on Wattpad. It was 12 at night and I decided to head for bed. So I turned off my TV and went to bed. I was in a dream and I was falling because I tripped over a rock. So I was falling and falling and falling. And I was assuming I would wake up, but surprisingly, I didn't. It felt like I was falling into a big hole of darkness. I got so scared I thought I would never wake up. I wasn't right. I was right. I didn't. Instead, I kept falling until I hit the ground. When I hit the ground, it felt like I had just died because down in the darkness was people walking like they had passed on too. So I decided to go up to one of them and decided to ask them a question. The people wouldn't answer me. It was like they had their mouths shown shut with string or yarn. I was paralyzed, thinking I would soon be one of those people with their mouths sewn shut with new people coming in every night. I was walking back and forth, thinking what might have happened to me. And I kept thinking and thinking. And I thought maybe I was in two dreams. And if I kept closing and opening my eyes, I would just wake up. So I went to another person down in the darkness. And instead of not talking to me, they punched me in the mouth. I fell on the ground and woke up in reality. Something was different. I woke up at a funeral. I wanted to see which one of my relatives died. But instead, it wasn't a funeral for my relative. It was a funeral for me. So I guess this—I guess it was true. The fall of my dream killed me, and I cried and I cried. Then all of a sudden, I started to disappear in midair, and I was gone forever. Another one by Coffee Addict, ten twelve, haunted mansion. I was walking around my room, thinking what would happen if I really went to the haunted mansion with my friends. I said to myself, why am I so scared? It's just a haunted mansion to raise money for schools. So later that day, I left my house to go to the haunted mansion. But later that day, I never came home. It all started when I got there with my friends and we were paying. We finally got in, we were walking and all of a sudden everything went black because the lights went out. But the lights didn't really go out. We just all thought that. So we waited and waited, and the lights never went on. So I tried turning on my phone, but the phone was gone. And we had no idea what happened to them. If we all lost them or something, something was really wrong. So we decided to try and find a way out of the place. But then something grabbed us and separated us. I heard screaming. I realized it was one of my friend's screams. So I ran as fast as I could, but I tripped over a foot. And when I looked down at the foot, it was not attached to a body. I screamed as loud as I could, but it seemed to me that no one was there. So I passed out. I woke up right where I was, and there was someone standing over me. 
I looked up, and it was a head with black eyes, brown hair. But when I looked down, the head wasn't attached to a body. I was getting dragged by a body without a head. The body dragged me to, into a cell with other creatures. In one cell, I saw my friends, but without a body. I knew that there was something very wrong with this place. I tried getting out, but all I heard was the sounds of screaming and dying people. Then I heard myself screaming because I just got stabbed by one of the bodies. But the weird thing is that it was me screaming, but another cell. Then everything started making sense to me. Whenever someone was killed, the same person is born again with no body or head, and I was one of them. A few years later, my parents had a funeral for me because I never came back. My sister was very sad. Since that day, I see my dead friends kill and stab people while I sit in the corner crying, promising myself I will never kill anyone. I never said even, I never even said goodbye. That was very spooky. One last one by Coffee Addict. It's called Wristbands. You are admitted to a hospital with a white wristband with your name on it. But there are other colored wristbands which symbolize other things. For example, a red wristband means you've died. One day there was a surgeon who just came back from the operation he had just done. So he went to the elevator to get to the bathroom upstairs. There was another elevator, another woman in the elevator with him. He said, how's your day going? And she said, fine. Then the elevator stopped in the second floor. There was a lady about to get on, but then the surgeon pushed her out and closed the door on her. The lady in the elevator said, why would you do that? The surgeon replied that the, that lady had a red wristband on. She died while I was doing the operation. The lady replied while she looked at her arm, something like this. This is Rebel Angel Podcast bringing you spooky stories written by authors on Wattpad.com. You can head there and read more of their stories if you like. Just look them on Wattpad, up, up on Wattpad. This is Rebel Angel Podcast bringing you scary stories. Good night, everyone. Sleep tight. <laughs>